You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Hey there. Welcome in. This is the Gordon Damer Show. This is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. Lots going on. Lots to do. Plenty to tackle. One hour to do so. As we lead you up until Golik and Wingo, who come your way at uh, 6 o'clock. That would be an hour from now, in case you're just getting up and just getting rolling. You're thinking to yourself, when does Golik and Wingo start? Yeah, it would be an hour from now. And since this is 5 o'clock, that would be 6 o'clock. And if you are having trouble figuring these things out, probably shouldn't be behind the wheel of a car just yet. You know, get your bearings, get your, your mind right. But let's roll on this Thursday edition. Of course, the number you know, one 800 919 espn one 800 919 Seven six. I am on Twitter, on Instagram, at Gordon Damer. Daily poll question up for today. Pulled another one out of the fire, people. Did it again. Pardon me while I try to pat myself on the back for coming up with another one. We moved headlines back to today, so we'll do that today. So, of course, we have a lot going on there. You have the Astros getting set. We thought it was going to be yesterday. Didn't everybody think it was going to be yesterday? Everybody showed up down in Florida getting ready for the Astros and the apology tour and see what they were going to say and see how they were going to blame this all on Carlos Beltran. Nobody, nobody had the power to stop Carlos Beltran. He's like a, he's like a, a crime lord, apparently. He's just able to, he should run a cult. Apparently, Carlos Beltran should just start a cult because his personality is just so strong and just so overpowering that you're just, you can't stop him. You can't even hope to contain him. You can't stop him when it comes to cheating at Carlos Beltran. But apparently the Astros now are set to uh, speak today. Last night you had the Knicks final game before the All-Star break. Still waiting to find out when Leon Rose is going to be officially introduced. And uh, we have some reasons why that has not happened as of yet. Seton Hall disappointing loss last night. we got headlines, as I said. And there's this video that is going around the Internet. It's gone viral, as the kids say. And a lot of times when you get one of these things, you can kind of, at least I can, I can kind of see things from both sides. This is one where there is only one way to view it. And it is so disturbing to me that there are people who are arguing the other side of it. It's downright terrifying that people are willing to uh, to justify certain behavior that it's not like, hmm, gee, I want... You have video of it. You can see actually what's happening. So we'll get into that a little bit later on today as well. But let's start with the Houston Astros. Astros set to hold a a 9.30 press conference today at their uh, ballpark down in Florida. The Astros owner, Jim Crane, fresh off uh, getting his little slap on the wrist this offseason. He will be there. Manager Dusty Baker will be there. The Astros players will be there. All as they get set to answer questions surrounding their behavior from 2017 and the fallout from the punishment this offseason. I love that Dusty Baker is going to be there. love that Dusty's getting thrown into the mix as if he has really anything to add outside of being Dusty Baker. Just be there, Dusty, right? You're the manager now. Now, you have nothing to do with back then, but Dusty can come in there. He can be charming. He can tell an old-time story about the Dodgers from 1970 and get the focus off the actual criminals. Get the focus off the – get the stink off the players. Get the stink off the owner and everything else. So they'll blame Carlos Beltran. They'll blame Jeff Lunau, clearly. 
They'll, I'm sure, come up with their lame apology. Nothing says quite like a heartfelt apology as having an extra day to kind of go over what it is you're going to say. And there was a report from Jeff Passan yesterday that Jim Crane had everyone together so they could discuss ideas on how to approach things. What possible ideas could they come up with? Sitting around the big conference table down in Florida, anybody's got anything? Anybody. We're willing We're willing to start anywhere. Does anybody have anything outside of, you know, we're really sorry. We're really, we shouldn't have done that. But it was Carlos Beltran. What do you want us to say? And here's the thing, and it ties into the poll question today. It's up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. And it is, is there anything that the Astros can actually say today that will make you not get over it, but feel any better whatsoever? Is there anything that they could say that make you say, all right, you know what? Maybe it's time to move on. It's 2017, you know, that happened and and. And there's only one area that I really want to hear them say anything at all. And it really has nothing to do with 2017. There's nothing they can say about 2017 that is going to change my mind that the World Series that they won is completely completely tainted. There's nothing. What could they possibly say outside of the fact if Jim Crane somehow came out? Now, this would never happen in a billion years. But if he came out and said, you know what? Major League Baseball did not strip us of our title in 2017. We are going to somehow self-impose stripping our title. We will no longer refer to ourselves as the 2017 World Series champs. Any banner or any trophy, we'll take it all down. We won't celebrate that title in it. That, I guess, would maybe make me feel a little bit better. But I don't expect that to happen. So there's nothing that they can say about 2017 that will make me feel any better. But the one thing, the one area I want to hear today, and somebody has to bring it up, and I'm sure it will be, I want to hear the players specifically say, I want to hear Bregman, I want to hear Altuve, I want to hear Springer, I want to hear Correa, I want to hear them say, we absolutely, 100%, did not use buzzers at any time. Any We did not wear anything on our person that told us what pitch was coming. I don't want to hear any, I have no knowledge. I don't want to hear any caveats about soft-shoeing it a little bit. I want to hear them come out and say, we want to make one thing absolutely clear. Yes, we screwed up in 2017. We broke the rules. That was wrong. But 100% at no time did I or any other player wear any device in 2017, 2018, 2019 that told us what pitch was coming. Because other than that, there's no point on today. Other than that, there's nothing they can say that would make or or should make you feel better. I guess there are people who like to hear an apology or at least will say that. I'll be honest with you right up front. 
I don't need an apology because I'm not going to believe it anyway. Do I actually believe that they're sorry for what happened? Do I actually believe if they get up there today and they are choking back tears or doing whatever they can to seem heartfelt? Do I actually believe if you put them in a room and gave them two buttons, one where they could go back, not use the buzzers and not win, or another button where they still use, not the buzzers, but use the the trash can, and another buzzer where they do use the trash can and it all turns out exactly how it turned out, there's no doubt in my mind that they would take the second option. So there's nothing they can do to get past it. There's nothing they can do to control the story. There's nothing that they're going to continue to look terrible. And they should look terrible. The only people who really look worse at this point is MLB. Because MLB did absolutely nothing about this. It was an open secret. Teams complained to Major League Baseball. They did absolutely nothing. Until Mike Fires went to the Athletic. And if Mike Fires didn't go to the Athletic and say what he did on the record, then I'm pretty sure that nothing would have even come about about it. It would have just kept going on and on and on. So you have to keep that in mind when you watch the Astros players or Jim Crane or Dusty Baker, for whatever reason, talking today about what went on in 2017. Major League Baseball dropped the ball. They did nothing about an investigation, and then when they did do an investigation, the ending punishment was absolutely a slap on the wrist. Botched it from start to finish, and it's crazy to me as you sit and you kind of go over and every day there's something here, there's something there. It's crazy to me that Major League Baseball came down with that punishment, and there were people then, people now, who still will try to convince you that the punishment fit the crime, that the punishment was a harsh punishment because A.J. Hinch got suspended for a year. When it's pretty clear, A.J. Hinch is going to be back managing once this year is up. But there's nothing that the Astros, if the Astros' role today is to think that they're going to be able to go out there and control the story in somehow or point the story in, in one direction or another, they're really, they're even more lost than I would think. Because yesterday the Yankees spoke about it. Yesterday, uh, Bob Melvin came out and said that we contacted Major League Baseball. Nothing happened. You're going to eventually have a fresh round of this, whatever the Red Sox punishment comes out. Hey, baseball, have you got any update on that? You got any idea when you might be able to... Not exactly working overtime on that, huh? Not exactly getting that one done yesterday. Never mind whatever twists and turns. So I was watching MLB Network yesterday, and uh, they had the show with uh, Brian Kenny, and Tom Verducci was one of the uh, guests yesterday. And they had this big, long back and forth about A.J. Hinch's answer about the buzzers, which now that we've had time to digest it, right, that was the main takeaway in the moment. And that's been the only takeaway from that press, uh, the, the interview since then, was his answer about the buzzers. And Verducci's point was, Well, you know what? No matter what Hinch said, people would have an issue with it in regards to the buzzers, that it was – what was it? Scandal fatigue is the term he's – I don't know. And that Hinch's answer was actually fine. Well, look, you can have whatever opinion you want about that interview and whether Hinch is actually being honest and contrite and remorseful, whatever. 
You can't say that his answer was fine or a solid answer when every single person's takeaway from his answer was, yeah, I think they wore buzzers. If everyone's opinion after listening to his answer is all one way against what you are saying, your answer is terrible. And it was so bad that now, yesterday, A.J. Hinch actually had to come out with a clarification on his answer, which was terrible. And for an answer, it wasn't like this question came out of left field and it just caught him, caught him flat-footed. You have to assume going into that interview, you're going to be asked about the buzzers. And his original answer was, well, Major League Baseball did an investigation. They didn't find anything. Yesterday, his statement was, quote, to be clear, I have never seen any such device used in baseball. I am not aware of any such device existing or being utilized with the Astros, the players, or any other team. Glad to see someone finally got him to come up with a statement that actually answered the question. Because when it was asked, whenever the interview was conducted and aired on Friday, he avoided that question like the plague. And you know that because that was everybody's takeaway. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, we'll hit on the Knicks a little bit. They hit the all-star break, do so with another loss. So what's the holdup with Leon Rose? Got to get into that. We'll have headlines today, so lots to do in the poll question, which is up for uh, you on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. I think we already mentioned it. Did I not mention it already? I think I did. The Astros set to uh, open up spring training today. And as they get set to be introduced, obviously all the focus is going to be on the cheating scandal. So our question is, is there anything you can actually say to make you feel better about what happened? Is there anything they could say? They come out with a tearful apology. Will that make you feel better? I'm guessing probably not, but let's see. And this will be a perfect example today. Obviously, no is going to win the poll question. I think that's pretty clear. But this will show you today just how hard it is to hit that 90 percentile. And we hit that 90 percentile the other day when it came to the question of buzzers. I think it was 96 percent of people all agreed they think that they wore buzzers. So it's pretty clear. Nothing that the Astros are going to say today, for the most part, will make anybody feel better. But even as strong as it feels like that is, you'll see that it's a good chance that the poll question does not hit 90% today, which shows you just how strong it is that everybody believes they wore buzzers. No. I mean, I mean that's certainly uh, one of those great unknowns. And, and certainly, you know, I've spent time, as I'm sure a lot of people have, you know, wondering – all the things that could have potentially been been going on and and probably will never know for sure, frankly. All right, so there's Aaron Boone being asked the question yesterday, are you convinced the Astros weren't using devices in the American League Championship Series last year? And his answer was clear-cut, no. I mean, what what were you given outside of a Major League Baseball investigation that says, well, we didn't find any evidence of it? Just because they didn't find any evidence of it, that would be something that would be, you would think, very difficult to find any evidence of. So I don't think that that convinced the, the investigation and the explanation given by Major League Baseball, I don't think convinced anybody. The um, whatever answer A.J. Hinch gave, which was a terrible answer in his MLB interview a week ago, that didn't 
calm anybody's fears that they weren't using devices. When, when you're when you go to the investigation, when you don't come out and say, no, of course not. It's ridiculous. So when it comes to the poll question today, is there anything uh, that the Astros can say today that would make you feel better about what happened? Well, it's not going to make you feel better about what happened. But the only topic that I care about hearing at all about. I don't want to hear about the apologies because I'm not going to believe them. I don't want to care. I don't want to hear about, well, you know, we weren't using it all the time. Nonsense. Nonsense. You were using it against Danny Farquaugh when you were leading the division by 15 games late in the summer. If you're using it in that example against the White Sox, who were terrible, i I got to believe that you were probably using it all the time. And I don't want to hear, well, you know, it's not the reason why we won. It doesn't taint our championship. That's going to be for other people to decide. No, we've already decided. And the answer is yes. We've all decided. The answer is yes. So the only area that I really want to hear anything from the Astros today is I want to hear the players, Bregman, Altuve, Correa, Springer, anybody else who's going to be on that dais. I want to hear them come out and say, and not, it's not just what they say, but the way they say it. I want to hear definitive, absolutely not, no way we did that. Not that there's no proof. We realize there's no proof. I am telling you 100%. Now, I don't even know if I'll believe them then, but at least that will be on the record. No questions asked. Boom. We did not do that. As bad as what we did and tainted a championship and ruined it and all that type of stuff, at least we didn't do that. So there you go. There's Aaron Boone saying that he is not convinced that um, – here's Aaron Boone as well about have he's lost respect for Cora, Beltran, and A.J. Hinch. Look, those are still guys I consider friends. I've struggled, like I'm sure a lot of people have, with kind of making sense of it all and trying to kind of wrestle with my emotions and in a way get some clarity. I don't think you ever totally get there, and and that's that's okay. As human beings, we all fall down and we all fall short, and none of us are perfect. <clears throat> There's always, you know, hopefully I treat people with a grace that would would reflect that. But you know, I, it's it's been a little bit of a struggle for me, and and how I make sense of it. And you know what? Uh, you know, you're going to hear from the Astros today. You know, the person that you really the next interview is it's not Jeff Lou now it's not Jeff uh, Jim Crane Carlos Beltran's got if he has any hope of ever being involved in major league baseball again he should be getting on the phone with Tom Verducci and making sure that he gets his little sit down on MLB network because right now the way the fallout of this is all pointing in his direction and do i think that he was the ringleader of it Absolutely. I said that when the first article came out and they didn't name the player or the coach, I said, well, it only makes sense that it would be Carlos Beltran and it would only make sense that it was Alex Cora. And sure enough, that's exactly who it was. So I'm sure that Carlos Beltran does have a lot to answer for. But now it feels like the fact that Jeff Lunau is not very well liked, that Wall Street Journal article, putting all the blame on him, none on A.J. Hinch at all. And Carlos Beltran, who is now just getting crushed, that he was so powerful. 
he was just able to steamroll all these guys. These guys didn't want to go along with it. They're young, impressionable guys. How are they ever going to be able to stand up to Carlos Beltran, who got here 10 minutes ago and now all of a sudden has all this power? You can't say anything. You can't do anything. can't go to anybody to say anything. Carlos Beltran just sucked up all the room in the club. A.J. Hinch couldn't do anything. Players couldn't do anything. So if, if, if Carlos Beltran, and look, at this point, I know it's a long way away, but with the way that cheating is regarded, sitting here right now, this could very well impact whether or not he gets into the Hall of Fame. So if he were smart, and I'm sure he's got plenty of advisors helping him out, that he would get on the phone with somebody and say, look, I want to set the record straight about what I did do and what I didn't do. All right, so 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. We'll get some phone calls here in a sec. Uh, I did want to touch on the Leon Rose stuff because the Knicks uh, had their last game before the All-Star break last night. And look, luckily, it was a, they pulled another one out of the fire because at this point, the Knicks season is done, right? Nobody, Despite the uh, the occasional story about, well, you know what? Maybe the Knicks could make a little bit of a playoff push. No, that is, that's delusional. That's scary delusional. You should go talk to somebody, and not just one person. If you are someone who thinks the Knicks have a playoff push in them, you should be talking to a team of people, different people every single day to get yourself checked out because you have you got some issues. This Knicks team is terrible. And the approach that they're using, keep in mind, they're not, it's not like they're like, ah, you know what? The season's lost. Let's play the kids. No, they're not playing any of the kids. Dennis Smith last night played, uh, five minutes. Kevin Knox played 10. Neil Aquina played 11. No, this is them trying to maximize wins. And they are what now? 17 and 38. So you have, according to my math, which again, never trust. 27 more games left, which is probably the most positive thing you could say right now. There's only 27 more games. And at this point, if this is going to be the approach and not play the kids, and it's going to be about trying to maximize results, well, let's hope that the the results are maximized with losses. Because at this point, there's nothing left to play for this season outside of hearing from Leon Rose. And I'm not a big believer, as I told you, I'm not a big believer with the Astros hearing from them or hearing from this one or hearing from, it's about what you do, not what you say. But I would, I, I am interested to hear what, when Leon Rose does have his day, and the Post has a story today that uh, the, the, the holdup has been that he's trying to t- tie up the loose ends at, uh, at CAA and finding new agents for his, uh, his many clients. And also setting up all, I guess, the, the financial compensation that he's due as a result of leaving CAA. So there's a lot of financial stuff. And look, there's really nothing, I don't think, for him to do right this second. So if it takes another week or so, so be it. And, and we'll eventually get the press conference, it looks like, sometime after the All-Star break. But it will be interesting to see and hear from Leon Rose. Again, it's more important what he does than what he says. But if he comes up and, and says, at least... This is about building this the right way, not looking for the short-term fix, not looking for, hey, let's get into free agency and sign a, a, a big free agent or, or make a trade for some disgruntled guy, superstar, who's going to come here and we're going to have to give up all this thing and that thing. But rather, let's actually take the right approach this time and realize 
that we are at the bottom. We are at the start. And this was this year was supposed to be the start. And it's turned out not to be the start. It's, it's turned out to be absolutely nothing. This season has gone about as badly from jump that it could. We've not found out anything about the young players that we didn't think coming into the year. There's still a mess of work to do. There's still a ton of work to do on the roster. The roster's terrible. This idea that anybody, which Steve Stout, anybody, there's young superstars on this roster. There's nothing that would tell you that. There is nothing that would tell you that the players currently on the Knicks roster are going to be the foundational pieces when they turn this around. Nothing. Nothing that has happened this year would tell you that. There's a lot of work to do with this team. And I'm interested, is this going to be like when Isaiah Thomas took over? When Isaiah took over, he came up there and he told you, well, look, you can't rebuild in New York. You can't rebuild in New York. You can't, you can't take the t- – this, this is a win-now place and we've got to win now with the Knicks. And it was a disaster from jump. Disaster. So, again, it's going to be more important on what Leon Rose actually does, who he hires as the general manager, what happens with the coaching staff, what happens with the draft picks. All those things got time down the road. But I'm interested to see what his approach is going to be of whether or not it's going to be let's do this right or whether or not the approach is going to be let's do this as fast as possible and get back in the playoffs and get back to where we, we think we deserve to be. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to uh, Mike. is in Staten Island. Mike, what's going on, my man? Hey, what's going on, Gordon? How are you? I'm good, man. What's up? Listen, I just want to say two things about the Astros. My, my first thing is I hope that every major league pitcher goes at these guys up and in for at least the first 30 games of the season because, you know, there's really nothing that they could say or do. The fact is they take the two World Series championships, and they're not even remorseful. If they do apologize, it's just going to be staged because they got caught, and they're not going to incriminate themselves on anything else. So whatever the MOB supposedly caught them doing is the only thing they're going to admit to do. But I do think we need some type of justice. Nothing's going to give back those championships. If we had Sabathia, he definitely would be throwing at them. I think every pitcher needs to throw at these guys' heads. Well, look, throwing at heads is a little different. Throwing at guys, I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a – I don't think it's going to be a season-long thing where, where guys are going to be ticked off and, and thrown at guys all season long. But could there be an incident or two? It would not surprise me. I don't think it's going to be the type of thing that 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 that, that furor, that anger is going to last the entire season, although it might last – you know, I don't know what the uh, Astros' schedule is, but when they play the Dodgers, maybe there's a, a chance that something happens there. And when they play the Yankees, something happens there. And maybe when they play the uh, the A's, something happens. You know, maybe it will happen that it will happen for each team as they eventually get to face off against the Astros. And baseball players are weird psychos in that way, right? Like they have long memories of things that are not nearly as egregious as this. Like you pimp a home run. They'll remember that, oh, that was three years ago in September in a meaningless game. This guy hit a home run, and I didn't like the fact he stood at the plate for like three seconds longer than he should have. So now I'm going to take a ball and throw it 90 miles an hour at this guy's head. So baseball players are weird psychos that way. So is it is it inconceivable that this could be an issue for them, especially early on in the season? Yeah. But I would not think throwing at guys' heads, that's a little bit, you know, and no need to risk people's lives that's that's super dangerous but could there be pitches thrown could there be a little 
benches clearing, I would not be surprised at all. 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, we'll get into this video that's going around the internet. It takes place on an airplane, right? And it's a guy has the last seat on the plane. And so his seat does not recline. But the person in front of him, her seat does recline. So she's reclined her seat. So what does he do? Does he Is he upset? Yeah, well, yes, he is upset, as a matter of fact. So much so that he spends the video punching the back of the woman's seat. Just boom, 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 boom. I guess getting her to move her seat. Now, it's unclear from the video what actually happened. But it's weird that there apparently is two sides to this equation. Some people feel the woman's wrong for reclining her seat. Some people feel the guy's wrong for punching the woman's seat. I actually have a strong opinion. And it's one that I can't understand why anyone would have the other opinion. So we'll get into that. Georgia third with the Lakers. James forces a turnover. Caldwell pumps to LeBron. Millsap's going to let him go. And James soars to the rim and flushes it. All right, so there you go. Your moment of inspiration for this uh, Thursday morning. Dave Pash the call. LeBron the big dunk last night. Lakers big comeback as they uh, get a win against the uh, Nuggets. So there you go. Moment of inspiration for this uh, Thursday. And yes, it is Thursday. But since we pushed everything back yesterday, it means it's time for headlines. Today's headlines. Extra, extra. All right, so the first one, it's not really a headline. It's a, it's a piece of video. I did not tweet it out as of yet. I'll probably tweet it out after the show. It's a video of a guy on a plane. I think I described this pretty well before, but in case you're just joining us. Guy is, gets the last seat on an airplane. So obviously his seat does not recline. The person in front of him, her seat does recline. So I don't know where the flight is going to. I don't know how long of a flight it is, but the seat reclines. It's her seat. She has decided to recline her seat. So now this guy really doesn't have a whole lot of room to operate. So this guy, what does he do? Does he complain? Well, maybe he did, and it's just not on the video. Maybe he complained loudly. Nothing happened. So now he is taken to just punching the back of the woman's seat. Now, not full blast Mike Tyson punch out, but just boom, 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 like a steady, steady jab. Let's put it that way. A nice steady jab. Like working like almost the, the, uh, the speed bag. You know, boom, 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 boom. So people apparently on the Internet, with everything, God forbid, God forbid anybody brings anybody together on the Internet like we do with our poll question. Come on. But people are undecided. Well, who's in the right? Who's in the wrong? And this ties into another issue which is baffling to me. And it is this position of people that fly quite a bit, I guess. You should never recline your seat. It's rude. Obviously, there's going to be someone on the flight who can't have their seat recline. This woman did not devise some way to dec- to, to, to get her seat to recline. The seats recline. They're built that way. There's She didn't, like, uncover some secret thing. There's a button right on the armrest. They're supposed to recline. Now, you can maybe say... Reclining a hundred percent is maybe a little rude. Maybe you just recline a little bit. But the idea that this woman's in the wrong for reclining her seat in any way 
is ridiculous. That's what the seat is designed to do. She didn't bring a screwdriver on board and loosen a couple of screws to give her. She's not doing something disgusting like most people, a lot of people do on flights, removing their shoes, removing their socks. Can't figure out how the coronavirus got spread. People removing their socks on airplane. Ugh. What's wrong with you? Cover up your feet. The guy's 100% in the wrong. How is this even being debated? He's punching the woman's seat. And you know how he's 100% wrong? You know for a fact if that was a guy sitting in the seat that was being reclined, that guy would suffer in silence. He would not be punching the person's seat in front of him. He wouldn't be doing any of that. And my simple question is, what, they didn't have any booze on the flight? Look, you screwed up. You got the last seat. You got the one seat that doesn't recline. That's on you, dum-dum. You should have been able to figure that out. And sometimes we all have to accept that you had some responsibility in the situation that you're in. So my advice to you is to drink and drink heavily. That would be uh, what he should have done. Next story. Chinese man threatens to set himself on fire after coronavirus cancels his birthday party. What are you, five years old? The guy apparently strapped a bunch of fireworks to his chest, upset that the coronavirus canceled his birthday party. You're not allowed to have, apparently, any uh, gatherings, large gatherings of people, you know, because people are dying. So I think, you know, what is this guy, a millennial, some 16-year-old, 17? He's 57 years old! What the hell are you doing having a birthday party? Extra, extra! I would think that if you were someone that knew this guy, you'd probably be thinking to yourself, thank God for this coronavirus. I got I got out of going to Steve's birthday party this weekend. We don't have to do that. Thank goodness. Subway passenger uses ketchup to keep people from crowding his seat. Well, look, to me, it's probably kind of gross if you're on the subway and you're about to sit down and you see a whole big thing of ketchup. I, I think you have to say at least it's not urine, right? Like anything that's not bodily fluids on the subway, you can avoid it. You're doing all right. Next story, agents seize bag of dead birds from passenger traveling from Japan. What is going on in that, uh, what is it? No, it was from China, excuse me, from China. What is going on in China? You got the coronavirus, you got bags of dead birds? What What are you buying bags of dead birds for? What is What is so pressing? You know what, I, need, I don't need just like one dead bird. I need a bag of them. A big old bag of dead birds. Extra, extra. Very straight. The people and, and the people are complaining about this poor woman who's reclining her seat. This guy's carrying dead birds. God knows what thing that's laden with. This week in Florida, man. This week in Florida, man. A Florida man arrested after spraying fire extinguisher inside a Walmart. Extra, extra. Florida man calls cops after being shot by man he stabbed. Extra, extra. I hate when that happens, right? You stab a guy and then he shoots you. You didn't see that coming, did you? A uh, Florida man gets arrested for 66th time. Extra, extra. He's in his 30s, by the way. That was the first thing. I thought, oh, well, you know, look, if he's in his 80s, you know, 66th time, less than one a year, that's not super. No, he's in his 30s. Florida man, uh, police take Florida man into and his dog into custody after shoplifting arrest. Extra, extra. The poor dog. What did the poor dog do? Dog can't uh, all of a sudden. You know what the strange thing was? The Florida man was Carlos Beltran. And the dog felt powerless to say anything against its owner because Stop. it's his owner and it's Carlos Beltran. He is such a, a powerful personality 
the dog That's was big. powerless to turn down Carlos Beltran. Extra, Did extra. I hit that already? A Florida man sentenced to 10 years for impersonating state prosecutors in order to drop charges against himself. All right, it's going to do it for headlines for today. Florida man very busy again. We got to get back into the actual uh, sports of the show. We went to a little too long on the video, but uh, all right, there you go. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. And I'd like to see somebody actually, it's all well and good when people defend things on the internet. I'd like to see somebody try to defend the idea that you're not supposed to recline your seat, which has a button for you to recline. How is the, How are people defending this? What, what psychos are these people? All right, so I just retweeted the video that is going around about this guy punching the back of the person's seat on the flight. Apparently that has stirred up more. Uh, this is more debatable than whether or not the next season is already done. <laughs> it's the Gordon Damer Show. It's 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. So uh, the uh, video is out there, and it is of a guy, last row of the plane. Have you seen the video yet, Brian? Yes, I have. All right. Am I, am I, am I wrong here? This guy is just like punching the back of this woman's seat. He looks a little crazy too. He, he, yeah, the shaved head is not necessarily a good look here. He's not going to get a lot of sympathy with the the look. And I feel like he's done this in the past away. <laughs> and am I wrong in that if this was a guy that was sitting in that seat and not a woman, he would not be doing that. Part of it is yeah, that it's a woman, would, right? Of yeah, course, he would not course, be doing right, that. Of course, of course. All right, uh, a couple of people. I don't know if they want to defend him. I, we'll, we'll just see what it, where it goes here. Uh, we'll go to Bill in Staten Island. Bill, what's going on? No, oh, Bill is not there. All right, let's go to Scott in the Bronx. Scott. Hi, uh, Scott. This is Scott from the Bronx, yeah. and I wanted to chime in on the uh, seat reclining. Yeah. And you had mentioned that, hey, it's one of the few things that we still have for free from the airlines. But unless you go Spirit Airlines, where none of the seats recline, so they're already taking that away from us, too. All right, there you go. I, I have not flown Spirit Airlines, uh, but uh, and, and after hearing that, I probably trust, won't. Trust me, <laughs> you are not missing out. Yeah, yeah, no, I've I heard that. I don't know if they're, I don't want to say anything about any sponsors. I don't know. Spirit Airline is a sponsor of ours, Brian? No, I don't think so. All right, so I can say that. Oh, you're good. Yeah, no, I mean, look, I, I don't know if it's just one of these things that exists on the internet where people try to make it out like reclining the seat is a wrong thing. It's designed to recline. So the woman, look, maybe if it's a short flight, she doesn't really need to, and she's maybe part of the problem here as well, but, um, I thought it was very, very strange and that, uh, that, that, that people would actually be to, I mean, if you watch the video, the guy looks like a psycho. All right, Scott. All right. All right definitely man. a psycho. <laughs> All right, man. What did he say there at the end? I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe, maybe taking calls on the subject is not the way to go. One guy hung up and then the other guy didn't really make a whole, whole lot of sense. Maybe I, maybe I misspoke. Maybe I, maybe bringing this up in the air probably was maybe not the way to go. I'm surprised. I'm looking at the video again. I'm surprised the guy doesn't notice that he's being recorded. No, I think he. I, I think that that guy has snapped. I think that that guy doesn't care anymore. Because clearly he has to. I mean, where the video is, is right of his face. And I have to assume it's the woman who's holding the video. Yeah, she is holding it. Yeah. And I, I would tell. just simply say, uh, are we are we still handing out the sodas? Is nobody getting involved in this? Because this seems like it's a quite of an explosive situation where this could really go wrong. Clearly, the guy is uh, prone to violence. He's already punching the back of the woman's seat. It's not really, uh, it's not really that big of a surprise that uh, this did not uh, escalate into something else. But it is crazy to me that people will like that guy has a responsibility to know that his seat is the last seat in the row. Like, what else does? Uh, how is he not to blame at all? It's not like it was a lottery system where all of a sudden you showed up. Ah, it's the only seat I can get.
oh, we lost the lottery. It's the last row. And I would just say, if they're handing out drinks, get something that's a little stiff. You know, make, make turn the turn your frown upside down and turn your bad day into a good day where you're so oblivious. You don't know where anybody's seat is. That would be my my advice. All right. It's the Gordon Damer show. It is uh, 98.7 FM ESPN New York. Our poll question has nothing to do with airplanes. It has to do with the Astros today. And at least so far, we have not broken the 90 percentile. Now, the poll question runs throughout Golic and Wingo. So maybe I guess there's still the possibility that, that does happen. But our poll question is, the Astros set to address their cheating scandal today. Is there anything they can actually say that will make you feel better about what happened? So far, 88% of people, which is overwhelming, right? 88% of people say, nah, not really. Nah, not really. But the one area that I do want to hear them, I want to hear them on the record. I want somebody to get up there. I don't care who it is. And put the point to them, to each person that's there. Do you, will you go on the record right now and say 100% you did not use any buzzers? That's the only answer I want to hear, and that's the only answer we'll play tomorrow. Uh, but uh, let's get a couple more calls in here quick. Chris in Staten Island. Chris, hey. go, my man. Hey, how you doing, man? This is Chris from Staten Island. Uh, I got a question. Everybody self-identifying today. Go ahead. Me ask you a question. Um, do you think that there's a lot bigger something? Because, I mean, it's facts that Altuve had a buzzer on. I don't need there's it's, nothing well, that's No, be, Chris, it's not facts. We we all believe that, and uh, that's I fair. I mean, who hits the home run in the bottom of the 12th inning against one of the best closers in the baseball and runs off the field to change his shirt? It's very odd. I'm, look, that's not facts, though. Words mean things, right? We have to – let's not take words and make them make them mean whatever we kind of want them to mean. Facts means that you actually have evidence, and there has been no evidence. Now, circumstantial evidence, I guess there is, right? It makes you it makes you scratch your head. Why does he do that? Why is his focus on making sure nobody rips his shirt? Why is he not celebrating on the field after that? That his first thing before he has anything else go on runs directly into the dugout, changes his shirt, and then comes back out for the field for for an interview. Very, very odd. Very, very strange. But no, that that does not make it uh, facts. The fact is, though, the show's over. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.